I'm Roman Mars, host of 99% Invisible. I'm excited to be teaming up with Lexus GX and Sirius XM on some very special 99PI episodes. We're heading to some of the cities in the U.S. that have special meaning for me and exploring the ways that these cities marry form and function. To learn more about the Lexus GX and Sirius XM and Lexus vehicles, visit Lexus.com slash GX and SiriusXM.com slash Lexus trial. The all-new Lexus GX. Live up to it. Check out the 99% Invisible feed now and listen to these special episodes. It's time to stop making excuses. The peace of mind you get after a colonoscopy is worth it. It's the best way to prevent and detect one of the deadliest cancers. In fact, your doctor can remove precancerous polyps during the procedure if necessary. That's right, before it even turns to cancer. No buts about it. Get a colonoscopy at 45 and follow up every 10 years or as recommended by your doctor. Find a location or schedule now at avera.org colon. Let the word go forth. Fool me once. Are you fired up? I'm not a crook. Are you ready to go? Shame on, shame on you. It's Abe Lincoln's Top Hat, hosted by Ben Kissel. Fool me, can't get fooled again. Hey, what's up, everyone? How are you? It's Ben Kissel. This is a Top Hat bonus episode. I get to do Fox News Radio a couple of times a week, and I want to share with you uh, the content. So this episode, uh, it's going to be very exciting. It's going to be a lot of fun. I hope you enjoy it. Thanks so much for listening. Hail yourselves. Yo, what's up, everyone? How you doing? Ben Kissel here with you. Give me a ring, 877-367-2526. We're going to talk about this Giuliani revelation. He was on Sean Hannity's show. You know that show? It's here on Fox News. There were some people protesting outside today. They had little signs. No, outside here? Oh, yeah. What are they saying? I don't know. They were upset. I, they're upset with Sean Hannity. I don't, I mean, you know, they, they took a lot of time out of their day to protest, and I think they were having fun. Wait, are they still there? I have no idea. Should they I were... go down and call in? <laughs> Do you want to talk to a protester? I would love to, sure. Yes, I would love to know what they're up to. I mean, I mean, that's fine if you don't like Sean Hannity. I don't particularly care for the guy's politics either. So go down there. Let him, what's going on? I don't know what happened recently. I don't know why today is the day, why they're uh, why they're protesting. But you never know what's going to happen here at News Corps. There's always something happening outside. Anyway, Giuliani, uh, he was on Sean Hannity's show, and he talks about the payment to Stormy Daniels. Evidently, Donald Trump did give Michael Cohen 130000 bucks. According to Donald Trump, he didn't know where it was going. I don't know about you, but if I give $130,000 to my attorney... I want an update like like a Domino's pizza tracker update. I want to know when Ronnie puts it in the oven. I want to know when it's being boxed up. I want to know when it's en route to delivery, and I want to know when it arrives. I suppose that I would because then theoretically I'd have it. Does that make any sense to you? Someone would give $130,000. I don't care how rich you are. I'll tell you one thing. If you just willy-nilly... Give away 130000 bucks. you're not going to be rich for very long. Because if you actually talk to a lot of wealthy people, they are frugal, a.k.a. cheap. So what do you think about that story? 877-367-2526. we got a lot of sound here from Giuliani. We're also going to get into a little bit more with North Korea. A lot more sound coming from Mike Pompeo. He's committed to dismantling North Korean nukes. So there's a bunch of stuff to get to. But I think without a doubt, 
the most significant story is uh, Donald Trump uh, and the payout from Michael Cohen to Stormy Daniels. Also, the feds were evidently monitoring uh, Michael Cohen for a couple of weeks. They didn't actually, like, tap the phones. That was sort of out there. They're like, his phones were tapped. And then, of course, you imagine that they're listening to every single word that's being discussed over the phone. But it wasn't really that. It was more, it was, um, basically, it was called a, it's a pen register. It's not a wiretap where investigators can actually listen to the call. It's monitoring uh, Cohen's phones, and it was limited to log of calls. So I suppose who's calling, who's calling him, who's he calling? The FBI knows all the answers. Let's play this clip of Rudy Giuliani. He says it's not campaign money because that's the other thing about this. Does this fall into campaign finance? Would this be a campaign finance violation? You know, if it is, it's not the biggest deal. Everyone, a lot of people who hate Donald Trump, uh, they got the I word on the tip of their tongue, impeachment. And they say, well, this is definitive proof of campaign finance violation. It's not that big of a deal, even if it was a campaign finance violation. And again, that's such tricky gray area. As someone who ran for public office, we did everything by the books, by the way. And uh, it is... It's tricky. It's it's very gray in many, many, many uh, ways, especially when you start getting out and blowing it out to a national presidential election. So this is Rudy Giuliani talking about how the money, uh, the president repaid it. So the campaign didn't repay it. Therefore, eh, it's not campaign finance reform. Fair violation. Some Stormy Daniels woman, 130,000. I mean, which is going to turn out to be perfectly legal. That money was not campaign money. Sorry, I'm giving you a fact now that you don't know. It's not campaign money. No campaign finance violation. So, so they, they funneled it through the law firm. Funneled through the law firm, and then the president repaid it. <laughs> I do like that he's like, yes, it was funneled through a law firm, of course. Uh, the lawyer for Stormy Daniels, uh, by the way, I'm going to read some of Donald Trump's tweets. He went on a bit of a tweet storm today about... Miss Clifford, a.k.a. Stormy, he has been, you know, there's not a camera this man doesn't love. And I'll take your call in a second there. See him there. Uh, but this is him talking about how he's absolutely speechless, although it's always ironic when people say they're absolutely speechless because uh, by definition, they're not. I am rarely, as your viewers know, rendered speechless, but I am absolutely speechless. He is talking, though, um, at this revelation and this admission. This is an outrage what has gone on here. The American people have been lied to mm. about this agreement, about the $130,000, about the reimbursements, and this is consistent with what we have been saying now for months. I mean, without a doubt, Donald Trump is still saying, I didn't know where the money was going. But again, how dumb is that? 130000 bucks. Uh, let's go to Alabama. KB is on the phone. KB, thanks for calling in, brother. What do you think about this? Does this, I mean, there's no one on the face of the planet that thinks this helps Donald Trump. The question is, how much does it hurt him? Well, first of all, great to speak to you, buddy. Good Hope to you're see doing you. well. I'm all right, uh, man. Second of all, second of all, when have you ever heard the word funneled? 
used to describe financial transactions right. in a positive manner. Uh, almost never unless you're literally feeding like a fun piggy bank with like a pastry bag or something and you've somehow I modified the, it so it can put quarters in. I think it's cool is if a kid is explaining to somebody what happened at the bank and they said, my dad pressed the button and the money funneled up into the bank, <laughs> you know, through the drive-thru or something. That's the only time it's like, oh, yeah, well, that's actually a vacuum. You're you're kind of correct. Kid. That's, an, that's not a, a good idea. To openly say, oh, yeah, we found it through a law firm. That's an old school reference, KB. I haven't thought about that in a long time. The subway car that used to transport our cash from the uh, from the drive through bank teller. That was a pretty awesome experience. I love that sound, dude. So how much do you think this hurts Donald Trump? Or do you think, uh, you know, I mean, well, I'll play I'm going to play devil's advocate. Right. I'm going to say that it was completely staged. Let, let's just think about that. What if it was completely staged? What if Trump said, you know what, Rudolph? Uh, with your facts so bright, go out on Fox <laughs> News and sit down with Sean. You guys just put this out there, and I right. don't know if it's an effort to taint the idea that you know so many people are confused over. Could it be? Is it campaign funds? Is it not campaign funds? Right. But then I somewhere did you have you not heard two hundred and thirty thousand dollars was what he paid back Cohen. I haven't heard uh, that. I mean, he's saying that he's just paying normal attorney fees. I'll read his tweets here in a second. So it could be $230,000. Okay. okay. Well, again, I, I think it's amazing that he Trump has, A, tried to downplay uh, the whole Stormy Daniels thing. Right. Uh, I think several times he's referred to it as this Stormy Daniels deal. Right. Which, I mean, yeah, okay. And then, B... You can't downplay that and then downplay your attorney's involvement, but then still pay him $130,000. Right. Thank you, Key Bump. Uh, appreciate the Love call, you, brother. Um, all right. Well, indeed, you know, the, the big question is obviously the campaign finance, but then also the question is maybe Donald Trump wants to kind of get this off his chest. So if he does go under oath, he doesn't have to lie. He can say, well, I was honest with the American people. I paid 130 k to my lawyer, knowing full well it would end up going to Stormy. I'm going to read his tweets after this. Uh, let's take Janet in Washington. Janet, thanks so much for calling. How you doing? I'm doing good. Thank you. All right. So what do you think? Do you think this, well, again, it, it hurts Donald Trump for sure, but do you believe as far as the tracking of the money goes, do you think it's possible that you just give a, I, it's so weird to me, uh, the idea, thinking of giving $130,000 to somebody without knowing exactly what's happening with that money. Well, I mean, I agree. I look at it and I say, okay, 130000 I would love to even have that Yeah, exactly. Money, let alone just be able to give it to someone. But. Um, not too long ago when people were talking about the 130000 they were saying, come on, there's got to be more money than that. That is so little in, in Trump's eyes. And so the critics were all saying, there's got to be like a secret Swiss place that, you know, this money is going to because 130000 is nothing. But now when we say, oh, mm. he paid 130000 to his lawyer, now we're like, oh, my gosh, that's so much money. So we can't look at it both ways. I mean, you, you got to you got to understand that in Trump's eyes, that is not that much. Think about in his mm -hmm. lifetime, how many people have have tried to sue him? 
and how many times they have just said, you know what, just squash the bug and get them away from me. Give them whatever and give them, get them away from me. And that's what I think this thing is. He's in the middle of an election. He's going through. He's thinking about other things. This gal comes up. She wants to whine and complain about stuff. And so now she's going to try and get some money. Cohen's just saying, let's just get rid of him. He paid him to do this. He's probably given him. So you do you do believe that Donald Trump knew that he was pain in order to silence Stormy Daniels? No, 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 no. I say that he has told Donald, he has told Cohen in the past, hey, when people like this come up, I'm giving you authority to spend X amount of money on certain things. I want you to use your judgment because you're my lawyer. This is what I'm paying you to do. You evaluate the situation. Don't even bother me with it. Mm -hmm. Evaluate the situation. Take care of it. Don't you think this would have been a deal? This would have sort of been not that big of a deal specifically by the 2016 election standards had she just come out and said she had an affair with him by the way it's a consensual affair unlike a lot of the other people who were talking about unconsensual contact with donald trump don't you think this whole thing would have just been a small blip on the radar and probably probably forgotten about right now it probably would have been but why would she do that if she thinks that she can get some money out of it well, she could I mean, have made some would... money through the interview. You know, I'm like, hey, you know what? If you can make money, this is America. Go out there and make some cash. I mean, if she if she had the right lawyer on it, the right lawyer is going to tell her you need to you need to do this, this, and this because if you go out there and you just make it known to the public, you're going to be a small blimp and you're going to be disappeared right away. So this is what we're going to do in order to make your name name known, so that more people are going to go out and buy your porn, and and you can be a, a name known that everyone talks about at their dinner table, and you can make some money. Thank you. So Je- let's do it this way. Thank you, Janet. Appreciate the call. And you know, to that point, Stormy is. Her career is blossoming. She's doing very well uh, and good for her. You know, make that money. Do whatever you got to do. Again, it's America. Donald Trump's uh, his tweets this morning, he had uh, he blasted out three in a row. He says, Mr. Cohen, an attorney, received a monthly retainer not from the campaign and having nothing to do with the campaign from which he entered into, through reimbursement, a private contract between two parties known as a non-disclosure agreement, NDA. These agreements are very common among celebrities and folks of the very wealthy. In this case, it's in, uh, it is in full force and effect and will be used in arbitration for damages against Miss. Clifford, the agreement was used to stop the false extortionist accusations made by her about an affair. Is anyone out there, 877-367-2526, does anyone believe Donald Trump when he says he didn't have a, uh, didn't have an affair with Stormy Daniels? Of course he did. I mean, it's like, is that even up for debate? And again, this was a consensual relationship. He should be flaunting it. All right, I'm Ben Kissel. This is Fox News Talk. We'll take a quick break and come right back. Hey, what's up, everyone? How you doing? Ben Kissel back here with you. We're talking about uh, Rudy Giuliani. He was on Hannity last night, and uh, he admitted that Donald Trump funneled the money, 130000 bucks through Cohen, his lawyer, uh, who, by the way, has been monitored now by the FBI, uh, not wiretapped in the sense where they can like hear what conversations he's having, which I think a lot of people initially wanted to hear so they ran with that story but they just kind of logged the calls that he was having so i'm sure that'll provide some information but obviously not as much information had we actually heard what the conversations were from the people who were calling him and vice versa giuliani on hannity admitting 
that Trump knew about the $130,000 that he gave to his lawyer, however, stopped short of saying he knew that that was then going to pay off Stormy Daniels. Again, Stormy coming in, maybe, you know, saying she might go to the press or something. It's always the cover-up. Why cannot politicians understand this? This story would be nowhere if they didn't have now, obviously, the campaign finance. The question is uh, gray. That's definitely a gray area. Folks who support the president will say it's not. Folks who don't will say it is. Just let her go public. It was a consensual affair. They had to know it was going to come out anyway. And now, of course, uh, Stormy, her career is doing very well. And her lawyer, Michael uh, Avenatti, uh, according to Mediate, he's, he's trying to get himself a TV show on MSNBC. The guy is definitely, he likes the camera. This is what he has to say about Donald Trump. Well, let's play Donald Trump. He says he didn't know about the Stormy payment. Let's play this. Okay, he says he doesn't know. But now, of course, if it does prove, if we do find out definitive proof, I mean, I believe he, you have to know where $130,000 goes. He's just lying. And don't, again, the cover-up is worse than the crime. In this case, not even a crime. It's an affair. That's a crime of, of your relationship, uh, but not on a, not in a court of law. This is uh, Stormy's lawyer. He's saying that Trump will not serve out his first ter- his term. Give me a call, 877-367-2526, 877-367-2526. Let's take this to break. This opens the Pandora's box, if you will, into serious, serious issues for Donald Trump. I said it weeks ago. I'm going to say it again. Mr. Trump will not serve out his term. No way, no how. He will be forced to ultimately resign. This is a bombshell. Yo, what's up, everyone? How you doing? Ben Kissel back here with you. We're talking about this. Uh, some are calling it a bombshell. Rudy Giuliani on Sean Hannity yesterday admitting that uh, Donald Trump uh, gave 130000 bucks to his lawyer. Evidently, they're falling just short of saying he knew it was going to go to Stormy Daniels. But again, I would think you know where $130,000, you better know where it's going to go if you're going to give it. Also, uh, Ty Cobb is out, the former lawyer now for Donald Trump. Emmett Flood is in, and ironically enough, Emmett Flood worked with Bill Clinton during his impeachment uh, hearing as well. So again, when will people learn? Stop lying, tell the truth, and nip all of this stuff in the bud. This would have been a total side note. Uh, the whole Stormy Daniels thing, if it just came out in October, would have been a total side note because it was just that crazy of an election. Let's go to the beautiful state of Idaho. Uh, Bree is on the phone. Bree, thanks so much for calling in. What do you think? Do you? Th- I mean, obviously, again, there is no no one on the face of the planet thinks uh, this could help Trump. But how much does it hurt him? Um, I think it hurts him a lot, actually, Ben. Um, or at least uh, in a lot of the sensible-minded people around america and around the world i also like to point out like you brought up the whole bill clinton thing and um how every it was such a big deal uh back then when 
you know, the whole Monica Lewinsky thing came yeah. out and it was, you know. Um, you know, it's funny because I was actually just, just thinking about this last night, uh, talking to a buddy of mine who was like, we've never seen anything like this and all these affairs and things like that. But Bill Clinton... There was a cigar, a penetration by cigar, <laughs> for crying out loud. I was a little bit too young uh, to really comprehend just how weird that is. But can you imagine if that White House was living in today's technological times with social media and everything? That story would have been a next level level of insanity. Yeah, no, that's uh, that's some really disheartening stuff to hear about uh but, you know, but anyway, so but, representative, but yeah. <laughs> but we're here now. We have Trump. What do you think? Uh, where do you think he goes now? Uh, what do you think happens now? Well, um, I don't think anything's going to happen personally. Uh, I know a lot of Trump supporters. I live in a red state, and they don't even talk about it where I work. You know, I'm right. I'm surrounded by rednecks, and and they'll defend him to the very end and it's it's so crazy the cult like mentality mm -mm. behind uh Trump supporters and i'm not saying you can't be a loyal person to the president and i do think the president deserves a certain level of respect at all times but right. at the same time it's it's a very uh it's a scandalous thing that's happening right. and yet there seems to be no repercussion to it whatsoever Unlike, you know, the reaction that came from the whole Bill Clinton situation, which I think is completely ridiculous. Which I think is why Michael Aven uh, Venati, Avenatti, uh, Stormy's lawyer, is saying this could really be uh, the downfall, the beginning of the downfall of Trump. And perhaps your coworkers don't talk about it because uh, most political conversation isn't safe for work these days. Well, yeah, I'd like to think that, but it's it's there's so many lines that are being crossed these days. It's 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 uh yeah. Thank you. I don't know. <laughs> thanks, thanks for the call, Bree. I really appreciate it. All right, let's go uh, to Arkansas. Lewis is on the phone. Lewis, what do you think? Do you think this scandal is it? Is it just going to be a partisan scandal, uh, which that would obviously benefit Donald Trump, or do you think this has a little bit larger reach? I believe it'll go away. Uh, the biggest thing that I think is. He shouldn't have lied about it to start with. Tell the, always tell the truth. Right. But on the other hand, being a Trump supporter and a first-time voter, I'm 52 years old. I've never voted until wow. this election. What was it about Trump that really got you out there? That's very interesting. Well, he was an establishment, and I knew that the, the Hillary Clinton would be the downfall of this country, and I wanted to at least put my vote in. But the biggest thing I want to say is we don't care. We don't care if he had an affair with Stormy Daniels well, once in 2006. Right. We don't care. No, and I Let understand that. Quite job. frankly, I don't care either. But what I do care about is the lies, and I do care about this payment because th that is, uh, th first of all, it goes to the character of the president, but second of all, it does seem to show a uh, a level of behavior that could in indeed uh, be seen well, as potentially uh, well, our criminal. Our own Congress has a slush fund that the taxpayers pay for to shut up hookers so they don't come out and say things. Well, and, and that we slush fund is absolutely disgusting, by the way, and I think there, so, that needs I mean, to be done away with, yeah. We can't even – Donald Trump can't even fathom the crooked lies, murders, and all of the things that Hillary Clinton has done. Do you you think, can't even fathom it. I'm from Arkansas. Yeah. We were here during all of the scandals, and I mean personally involved – knowing what was going on in the scandals and the people that suffered because of Hillary and Bill, 
Donald Trump can't even he'll never touch that as long as he lives. Well, do you think he, without he without someone like a um, someone as a lightning rod as Hillary Clinton, without someone like that to run against when it comes to Donald Trump 2020, do you think that he has any future or do you think that this is a, a one and done or as the, again, the lawyer for Stormy seems to believe he's going to be gone before this term is done? Now, as soon as this will all blow over, Stormy will make money off of it. It'll be gone. That's all it's about. She's making money. on it. That's all it's about. All right. Thank you, Lewis in Arkansas. You know, that's that is a base uh, that Lewis is representing there uh, that uh, without a doubt will will stick with Donald Trump. Throughout this entire process, uh, 877-367-2526, that's 877-367-2526. I want to play this clip coming from CBS. This is a CBS legal um, analysis here from Ricky Kleinman uh, talking about how who pays 130000 bucks and doesn't know where it's going. And that's kind of my – this is the main head-scratcher for me. I just can't – I uh, can't understand how that's a possibility, but here's Ricky. Who pays $130,000 and doesn't know what it's for? Well, it goes along with Rudy Giuliani's other comments that mm-hmm. um, these people are busy people. Yes. So we have to do these things all the time. What's the well, strategy? The, I just want to add and good then go to their strategy. Okay. Not in any law firm I have ever worked. Okay. Yeah. I, I, again, how busy do you have to be? to not track where your $130,000 is going to go. And if you're Donald Trump and you do um, end up getting under oath and you have to talk about this, first of all, he will have to come clean on the affair. It's interesting. I was uh, talking to Lewis there. He didn't even, and this is uh, not a diss on you, Lewis, um, I think it's just understood that the affair occurred. Even though the Donald Trump has still denied the actual affair, I don't believe there is anyone on the face of the planet that believes that the affair didn't occur. So you just wonder, why lie about it? And again, this was a consensual affair. Why lie about it? All right, let's go to Illinois. Adam is on the phone. Adam, thanks for calling in, man. Uh, What do you want to say about this? Well, Ben, a couple of things. First of all, this thing about the 130000 if you do the percentage compared to his net worth, it would be like somebody that has a... Hundred thousand dollar a year job spending a hundred thirty dollars. Yeah, but I, I don't. I don't. But problem. I mean, I would even say that that's okay. Wouldn't you okay. do that? I mean, don't you know where your money goes? And again, if you're a billionaire, one of the ironies about billionaires is they watch their money. That's how they get so much of it. Yeah, they're, they're most obsessed of them with do. It. But you know, who knows how long he's been going through that kind of scenario with women or. Well, quite a bit, but is that but is that a good excuse that he's he's gone through so many NDAs, he's had so many payouts to women he's had affairs with that he loses track? I mean, okay, that doesn't okay. sound so like a very good defense. All right, hold on. now. Let's go to the second thing. I'm Binante, or whatever this guy's name is. He's a friend of Rahm Emanuel's. Sure, there there okay. there so, are wealthy people uh, all around that know one another. Ben, how did this stripper get up, get in touch with this guy? How did they hook up? Well, I mean, obviously uh, at this point, I'm sure that uh, he – I don't know the exact uh, way they connected, but without a doubt it was a national story once you get to um, – once you have a $130,000 payout from a sitting president. Obviously he wasn't the president at that point when the payout occurred. But, you know, naturally uh, folks will start to pay attention to your story. 
why that particular guy with all the lawyers that are in New York and wherever she's from? But why not? Well, on top of that, her mom says that she's a gold digger. I don't, but, but I don't care. Again, make your money. It doesn't matter. Why is Trump lying about it? That's that's. I don't care. About, I want to make this clear. I don't care about the affair. That's well, something that he can deal with in his own personal life. I, I, I the the bill thing is a little bit different. Um, but this one, I'm like, okay, dude, you cheated on your wife uh, while she was nursing your newborn. That's on you. You you figure that out in your own personal life. But all the other things, that's that's what I think is so um, irks so many people. I, I don't know if he, Trump even was with her because she's really, if you really look at her, I mean, she wound up, uh, and, and I met her at a party, that's one thing. But for a guy like Trump, with the women that he's had around him, she's not really not that good looking. All right. Thank you, Adam. That is completely insane and completely irrelevant. She's. It doesn't even matter, but I would, uh, I would uh Venture to guess that she is Donald Trump's type. There's a couple of things about her that point me in that direction. Let's go to Jacksonville, Florida. Phil is on the phone. Phil, thanks for calling in, brother. What do you want to say about all this? I I, I was just telling you, Screener, I don't want to get to the point where I'm calling these supporters' names, but their disbelief is incredible to me. In what um, sense? In, in Disbelief so, of what? Well, the disbelief that uh, Donald Trump would have paid uh, Stormy Daniels off because they don't believe that, um, one, that he knew about it. Two, um, that they, they believe that the, that this lawyer paid this woman for no reason at all whatsoever just to make her go away. Because right. what happens when you do that is other people hear that story. And then we're all coming on, on board. And so you don't have $130,000. You have then 130 women wanting $130,000 apiece. And so that number goes up exponentially. I suppose it's it, sort it, of in the same vein as the theory of you don't negotiate with a terrorist, right? So it, it, It's exactly that. But again, you know, if you look at uh, Trump uh, Cohen, he said specifically that Trump did not know about it. Nor was he reimbursed. I paid her with my own money. That's what he said. That was right. the original lie. And then you come back, we're going to change it. Now, no, Trump paid him back. And it's just like, it's continual. And, and then, when I, I've been listening to the shows all day today. And I'm listening to the, the supporters are like, no, no, this is why. And I'm like, are you serious? It's like if your kid came home and they were stumbling drunk. And they were like, no, Dad, I, I only have one drink. And 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 they can't even say their name. Right. And and I'm just and I just like I, I don't want to call people names, but this is borderline imbecilic. Thank you, There's Phil. No yeah, I know. I understand. I understand where you're coming from. It's tough to, it's it's tough not to see what seems to be so obvious. And again, I don't care about the affair. I just want our president, and and I want everyone, whether it be uh, Mueller or anyone. In Washington, it would just be nice if we got the truth. Let's go to Lansing, Michigan. Eric is on the phone. Eric, what do you think? What do you think about last night's Giuliani interview with Hannity? I mean, I was. I think a lot of people were very surprised, but evidently Giuliani is still making the waves, uh, the rounds today, rather. He was on Brian Kilmeade's show. I, I, I think he was supposed to say that. Yeah, I watched that, and uh, I was surprised when he first said it, but he did kind of clarify it in the same breath when he said that his retainers were paying for it. <clears throat> so, yeah, it's sketchy. But, again, th this is just one of those things that is totally irrelevant, the whole, the whole story is.
Um, do you think? Do you think it'll end up hurting Donald Trump? And you know what? Let's even take away the idea if it's relevant or not relevant. Let's just blank that. Nonetheless, it's it's bad press. It's bad news uh, for Donald Trump. And you know, on the irony is, of course, on the heels of uh, speaking um, at the uh, at the prayer event yesterday, which is one of the ultimate ironies of all time. Do you think this hurts Donald Trump, regardless if you think it's a big deal or not? It it only hurts him to people who hate him. Um, you know, I didn't vote for Bill Clinton, but I didn't care that he cheated on his wife. I didn't care that he lied about it. It was it, who cares. All it, right, Eric in uh, Eric in Michigan, and uh, yeah, uh, a lot of people hold that. Uh, people focus on other things. Well, there's a lot of people who do care. Let's go to Los Angeles. Debbie is on the phone. Debbie, thanks for calling in. What do you want to say about the 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 Trump stormy saga? You know what? I just have to say, let he who has not seen cast the first stone. Just like Kobe Bryant, he paid off the girl that says he raped her. Because just end it. End but unlike it. Kobe, I, w- I will say this, though. Unlike Kobe, who who apologized, who really tried to change his life, who uh, went above and beyond uh, when it comes to trying to make amends, um, it doesn't seem like Donald Trump has that kind of ability. It doesn't. He don't apologize for what? Look, he... Ha- Okay, if he had an affair, he had an affair. That's not our business. That's let his wife deal with him on that. I know that's what you don't care about. And whether they decide to pay them off, that's that's on their side too. Just like Kobe may have made amends, but he paid the girl off. No matter what, she got paid. She got money. Now, if they did pay off this Stormy Daniels, hey, she's counting now. Pay that money back. Give the money back now. That, that's all you got to do. You went and told you couldn't keep your mouth shut. Pay the money back. You know what? People are too much in everybody's business. If 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 well, if, I mean, it's not work, everybody I, though, Debbie. It is the president of the United States. I'm sorry. It is the president of the United States. It's not everybody's business. This is, you know, it's is well, this you, is uh, a, a, lar- cheated, a bit of a larger deal. He, listen, it, when he cheated, and if he did, he wasn't president at the time. Bill Clinton got the late show by Monica, and he was president. And yeah, he lied. But he was impeached. What? He was impeached. And he still got to finish his term. Yeah, that's true. Thank you, Debbie. Appreciate the call. I'm just saying, uh, Bill Clinton did get uh, a lot of blowback, and uh, well, maybe that wasn't the best term. But um, and of course, now, especially in uh, with um, with current uh, just the mood of the country, there's still a lot of a lot of folks out there uh, not happy with Bill Clinton. Uh, I am Ben Kissel. We'll take a quick break and come right back. Hey, what's up, everyone? How you doing? Ben Kissel back here with you. We're talking about uh, Giuliani's revelation yesterday on Sean Hannity's show uh, that Donald Trump did, in fact, give $130,000 to his personal lawyer, Michael Cohn. Uh, They do stop short again of saying that Trump knew that that money was then going to go uh, to pay off Stormy Daniels. Let's go to Arizona. Hannah is on the phone. Hannah, do you think Giuliani, what Giuliani's revelation yesterday will hurt Donald Trump? Well, I just want to say I'm a huge fan of LPL and Abe Lincoln's top hat, so I want to say that first. I'm really excited to be talking to you. Second of all, I think if Barack Obama was having sex with a porn star, the right would have lost their mind. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. You don't get to pretend to be the party of morals and then turn your cheek at something like this and say, let his wife with it. It's insanity. 
I am looking at the situation and thinking if this happened with any other Democratic sitting president, the right would have lost their mind. They would have called for impeachment. Thank you, Hannah. That's a good point. And let's let's roll that over to the next hour. What do you think would have happened if this was Obama? 877-367-2526. I'm Ben Kissel. We'll be right back. Hey, what's up, everyone? How you doing? Ben Kissel back here with you. We're going to continue this conversation regarding Rudy Giuliani. He was on Sean Hannity's show last night. Uh, He admitted that Donald Trump paid uh, his lawyer or gave his lawyer 130000 bucks. That money did end up in the hands of Stormy Daniels. I want to play this clip here of Rudy Giuliani saying this is a regular thing for lawyers to do, and I want to hear your thoughts. 877-367-2526. That's 877-367-2526. Here is Giuliani from last night's Hannity program. I was talking about the $130,000 payment, right. the settlement payment, which is a very regular thing for lawyers to do. The question there was, the only possible violation there would be, was it a campaign finance violation? Mm-hmm. Which usually would result in a fine, by the way. That was money that was paid by, um, by his lawyer, the way I would do, out of his law firm funds, or whatever funds, doesn't matter. The president reimbursed that over a period of several months. Really kind of splitting the baby there, and a lot of people... Experts on the other side say, well, even if he did pay it back, it doesn't mean it's not a campaign uh, finance violation. All right, let's go back to Arizona. Hannah is on the line. We had to cut you off before the break there. We were right up against it. So you're saying uh, if the shoe was on the other foot, let's say the left foot in this case, and this was the story, the right would be absolutely livid, similar to how they were, again, going back to the 90s with Bill. Absolutely. And they keep bringing up things that are completely irrelevant to, you know, there, you had a previous guy on there who was talking about, it's fine for him to do this because of Hillary Clinton. Like newsflash, a lot of Democrats didn't want Hillary Clinton. I was personally one of them and we got really screwed through the DNC on on that matter. But that's separate. Hillary Clinton is not president of the United States. Like, remember that, everyone. Donald Trump does not get excuses because Hillary Clinton would have been worse. It doesn't make sense to me. Like any other president, let's talk about Barack Obama. Everything he did was scrutinized by the right. Every little thing. His wife's weight is scrutinized by the right. But he, the president is having sex with a porn star, and everybody's like, whatever, we don't care. I'm pretty sure I recall them being the party of morals, conservative, traditional values. I'm pretty sure it says in the Bible that you shouldn't covet thy neighbor's wife. Or, I don't know, I'm not biblical, but I think that there are are laws laws against this, right? Whether it be within the United States or whether it be in In the the Bible that Mike Pence is sitting there thumping behind Donald Trump. I mean, these are people where you look at them, everything they say is, it's just... It's colored uh, through partisan lenses, yeah. Yeah, nothing's going to happen at this point. People are saying, just do it. let's just see what happens. Nothing's going to happen. She's just going to get paid off like Kobe Bryant, like all of these other people. I think that the American people have forgotten what our country is. 
and who we stand for and what we stand for. Mm -hmm. And I will not allow my son to grow up in a country where Mm -hmm. they think it's okay to touch women whenever they want to or pay them off so that their wife doesn't have to find out. Thank you, Hannah. I appreciate the call. And thank you so much for listening to all the shows. I really appreciate you. Hail yourself. I I like Hannah's angle there when it comes to the religious right. Obviously, again, Donald Trump uh, speaks at a lot of faith summits. He's been endorsed by a lot of the evangelical community. Uh, Falwell, um, Pat Robertson, obviously Mike Huckabee, very intertwined with the faith-based community. Um, What do you think about that? I want to hear from the Christians out there. Do you feel that this is a a conflict of moral interests. 877-367-2526. That's 877-367-2526. How do you square this uh, with your faith? Because it doesn't seem, and I, with Stormy, I know a lot of the people uh, who are religious will say, well, this happened in 2006. But the lies, the lies are happening now. And uh, as true evangelical Christians will tell you, lying is just as bad. You break one of the Ten Commandments, these they're not on a list of importance. Uh, I was speaking with one evangelical, very successful man, as a matter of fact. He was the lawyer for Roy Moore, um, believe it or not, back way back in the day during their Ten Commandments uh, controversy where Roy Moore, my personal opinion, a theocrat because he is, by the way, um, Speaking of, uh, I believe, people who have not uh, upheld the law the way they promised to, um, Sheriff Joe Arpaio was just praised by Mike Pence, another person who I think is an authoritarian and uh, not libertarian or right or liberal. He's not. He's just a, a straight-up authoritarian. But he was telling me, as uh, again, I was talking to uh, Roy Moore's lawyer, uh, you know, if you have— if you have lied, it's just as bad as if you have killed. And I'm like, you know, tell that to the victims of, of uh, people who have suffered at the hands of a murderer, that it's the same thing as being lied to or being stolen from. It's obviously uh, not. But from a religious perspective, uh, it is. A lot of people believe that. 877-367-2526. Give me a call. What do you think about this entire scandal? Do you think it has uh, legs or... Uh, as many of the callers have expressed, they think, oh, perhaps this is uh, much ado about nothing. Let's play a clip here from MSNBC. This is Jonathan Turley. We played quite a few clips of him yesterday as well. Um, he has this to say regarding Giuliani, and uh, he says what Giuliani was suggesting isn't a good thing. The weird thing about this, and, and, and there was a great deal that was weird about this, is it didn't help. That is what, what Giuliani was suggesting, I think, is that, he, that Cohen was accepting money as a lawyer that was really a payment for Stormy Daniels. That wouldn't be a good thing. You, you, don't, you, don't, you don't accept legal fees, call them legal fees, when they're really a subterfuge for paying off a porn star. Oh it, 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 doesn't get you, it doesn't get you out of the campaign finance problem, and it actually makes things a lot worse for Cohen. Uh, because, once again, lawyers don't do this. And so... I'm not even sure what the intelligent design was supposed to be behind the comments. So we've got to put on our independent thinking caps. We have Rudy Giuliani, who says this is a regular thing for lawyers to do. We have Jonathan Turley saying uh, lawyers don't do this. And, of course, the truth is somewhere in the middle. If you're Michael Cohen right now, 
wow. Talk about a story of two different attorneys' lives, whether it be uh, Avenatti there, the guy who's representing Stormy Daniels, and Michael Cohen. That's why, of course, we find out the FBI raids his hotel. We, he, they raid his office. They raid his apartment. It really doesn't seem to leave any stone unturned, and immediately... Without even the question of, oh, he, does he have something? The question was, will he flip? That's sort of the immediate reaction was, well, we know he has some dirt on the president. He's been the president's lawyers for many years now. Uh, so without a doubt, as most likely everybody's lawyer has dirt on them, I suppose. There's a lot of confidentiality and a lot of uh, confidential conversations that occur between these two um, uh, between these two parties on a regular basis. So the question was, would he flip? And I got to say, every time I look at Michael Cohen, they have the one picture they've been putting on the news on a regular basis. He sort of turned, uh, I think, to his right or over his right shoulder. Maybe it's his left. But his face is, that is an oh crap face. That is just like exhausted. Why am I going through this? I don't know what to do. He has the face of someone who is up, uh, you know, a very uh, a going down a very bumpy road, and he doesn't seem to be enjoying the ride too much. Let's go and play some more sound here from Rudy uh, Giuliani. He's talking about how the president did not know the specifics, 877-367-2526. So the questions out there are, first of all, can, do you believe that a president would just give $130,000 out of his own pocket, give it to a lawyer without knowing where it's going to go? I uh, I think that's a, that's a difficult one for me to fathom. Number two, if you're a religious individual, are you squaring this or have you had enough? And you're like, you know what? I am done. Um, I perhaps had faith in Donald Trump in the beginning, thought perhaps uh, he was going to— um, try to live up to the Christian values that he promised to live up to. Uh, and number two, do you think this could be the potential downfall, not because of the affair? Again, I think there's an overall consensus. I don't really care. It was a consensual affair. That's between he and his wife. And, you know, she knew she wasn't marrying a saint. She knew she wasn't marrying a Bill Gates-like billionaire. She knew she was marrying a media mogul slash real estate uh, billionaire. But the lie, do you think the lie really does unravel this presidency? And the irony, if Donald Trump does end up getting caught up here in this spider web of uh, sexual controversy, isn't that ironic? It would be an adult film actress that ends up playing a key role in the undoing of a presidency, 877-367-2526. That's 877-367-2526. Again, it's, the lie is always bigger than uh, the event. In this case, the affair. Rudy Giuliani saying the president didn't know about the specifics. Do you believe him? Do you know the president didn't know about this? Uh, <clears throat> I believe that's I, what He didn't Michael know about said. the specifics of it, as far as I know. But he did know about the general arrangement that Michael would take care of things like this, like I take care of things like this for my clients. I don't burden them with every single thing that comes along. Now, again, I don't know if this falls in the category of burdening them with every single thing that comes along. And also, if you are someone who is represented by Rudy Giuliani, maybe you don't love him implying that you are going through the exact same uh, life events as Donald Trump right now. But nonetheless... Uh, Rudy Giuliani as well, by the way, mentioned that uh, he should have taken the role 
as attorney general. Of course, that ended up going to Jeff Sessions, who ended up recusing himself from the Russia investigation, which is kind of uh, really why we're here today. Regardless, Michael Cohen, that is not a Russia investigation situation, but the reason that the feds were able to, again, monitor his phones and the reason they were able to uh, barge into anywhere that he was, you know, again, the, the apartment, the hotel and um, and the offices, well, it stemmed from the Russia investigation. So the Mueller, the, the tentacles of the Mueller investigation, it's it is a sea creature, uh, to say the least, that could possibly potentially take down the boat of Donald Trump. Let's play Rudy Giuliani here. He says he doesn't know if Cohen did it on his own. He had said, I distinctly remember that he did it on his own. He did? Without asking. Look, I don't know. I haven't investigated that. No reason to dispute that. No reason to dispute his recollection. I like Michael a lot. You like Michael a lot. A long time. I I feel very bad he's been victimized like this. The president feels even worse. The fact is, just trust me, they're going to come up with no violations there. All right. You mean the... the, the Yeah, payments are perfectly legal. All right, so that's Rudy Giuliani defending the president. Let's go out with this clip here. It's Michael Ivanotti. Um, again, Stormy's lawyer. This is what he had to say. He says the people should be disgusted with the lie. I don't care if you're on the left. I don't care if you're on the far right. I don't care where you line up. You should be disgusted by what has happened in connection with the lies that you have been told over the last three months about this payment. There's no way to dress this up. You can try to put lipstick on the pig morning, noon, and night, and it's still going to be a pig, Don. This is this is disgusting what we're hearing. Hey, what's up, everyone? How are you? Ben Kissel back here with you. All right, we can wrap up this story here in a minute. We're talking about Rudy Giuliani. He was on Hannity's show last night. He admitted that Donald Trump gave his attorney, Michael Cohen, 130000 bucks. They stopped short of saying where... Uh, that if Donald Trump knew where that money was going to go, again, it's $130,000, which I don't know. I just feel like no matter how rich you are, that just seems like a lot of money. 877-367-2526. Give me a ring. Um, and uh, I want to hear your thoughts on this. Or if you just want to say hello, I have about uh, we have Benson and Harf. That show is going to be starting here on Monday at 6 to 9, so I won't be filling in uh, nearly as much perhaps sometimes on that program. Who knows? But give me a ring. I want to talk to you here. Uh, we have about 90 minutes left together, so it'll be nice. All right. I want to play this clip. This was on CNN. This is Laura Coates Carey. She's talking about how Giuliani put Trump in more or greater legal jeopardy. Do you think that's possible? I I cannot imagine that Giuliani just went rogue. I you know they, they uh, remember Sam Numberg a couple of weeks ago when he just started calling all the news media. Uh, I think he was sipping a little bit of Grandpa's uh, uh, cough medicine there throughout the day as well. And by the by the end of it, uh, he was pretty hammered. It sounded like, um, but he really kind of went rogue. Do you think that Giuliani is Numberging, um, or is this a strategy by the president, by the White House, to sort of begin to come clean? on the knowledge that Donald Trump had regarding this payment. And, of course, if you're Trump, just admit you had the affair. Does anyone think that he didn't? So let's play this clip of Laura 
coats carry on CNN. Giuliani did not think it through because if he had thought it through, he would have recognized that he now put his client, Donald Trump, into greater legal jeopardy, exposing him far more than Cohen, <clears throat> at least until before last night. Donald Trump at least could say he did not know or have the ignorance defense. Now we're seeing that it's moved from at the bare minimum, a loan that exceeded the contribution limits, one that should have been reported, one that was not, and now is saying that the president, because he paid it back, somehow it exonerates him. And of course, again, that's the campaign finance violation angle. Uh, we'll see if that has any, if that sticks. And again, with the campaign finance, it's it's very difficult to see if this was a, because the campaign did not pay this was this came from Donald Trump this did not come from the Trump campaign it happened to be October right before an election so it certainly looks uh, like this might be campaign related but nonetheless all right let's let's close this out with more from Laura Coates uh, Carey she's talking about how the Supreme Court has previously ruled a president can make time to be deposed. The Supreme Court in U.S. v. Nixon and Clinton v. Jones already contemplated the busy <clears throat> schedule of the President right. of the United States. Right. They've already discussed that, first of all, no one is above the law. They don't just mean committing crime. They also mean that you have to prioritize things that are under the actual agency and under the actual branch of government that you are heading out. So you have time to do that. So the court has already contemplated this. Now, I know that was civil in the Clinton v. Jones case, and I understand that Nixon involved the actual document production, but the underlying rationale is still the same with the President of the United States can make time for justice. Hey, what's up, everyone? How you doing? Ben Kissel back here with you. Just a couple of hours left with you. Give me a ring, 877-367-2526. That's 877-367-2526. We've been talking quite a bit, and thank you all for the calls previously, about Giuliani, his performance yesterday on Sean Hannity's show, where he admitted that Donald Trump did give his lawyer 130k. k uh, Stopped short again of saying where that money if Donald Trump knew where that money was going to go. But again, it seems like it's plausible uh, that Trump did. But there was more uh, to that interview than just the Stormy Daniels saga. We also got into the continuing Mueller, Mueller probe. Uh, this is what Rudy had to say regarding Donald Trump being interviewed, because, of course, there are there are a lot of people who support Donald Trump that say, even supporters say, you know, he has a difficult time with the truth, a difficult time with being 100% honest. And as uh, people who listened to last night's show know, there was over 51 uh, questions that leaked, and it most likely leaked from Trump's side because it was done in order to dissuade Trump from as, uh, answering the questions that Mueller wanted uh, to ask. It was extensive, you know, a lot of emotional questions about what he thought of Comey um, when they first met, a lot of things that could really trip up anyone, and specifically uh, Donald Trump, because he has gone on record. I mean, that's what Twitter is. Twitter could really come back to bite him in the rear. And, uh, and it certainly would have a lot to chew on because that is all taken into account. That is all official. He talks so much that it would be almost impossible uh, for him not to trip up and uh, under oath and potentially uh, find himself in a heap 
of trouble uh, when it comes to lying uh, to Mueller in this special counsel investigation. It's definitely something that he does not want to do. That'll be a huge, huge headache. So this is Giuliani. He's saying odds are Trump won't be interviewed, but he's not going to rule it out completely. And I got to say, I mean, uh, as far as interviews go, the Giuliani Hannity one from yesterday, that's a that was a gold mine. It's been everywhere. All the news outlets are covering it. I'm not sure if that was the intent going in. And again, I would assume that Rudy is speaking with the full approval of the administration because he's still talking. I refer to uh, it as Nunberging uh, before the break when Sam Nunberg went and basically had a mental breakdown on national television on, I think, every single news outlet. But unlike Nunberg, who kind of went back into his shell and said, OK, I'm sorry about that. I had a manic episode. Rudy has been out there today, basically double down, doubling down and saying exactly what he said. Yesterday, 877-367-2526, do you think Trump will sit down uh, with Mueller? Do you think that would be a good idea? Or uh, would it just be a total landmine for the guy? We know that our president will seek a resolution that gets him a clear path to getting it resolved. Mm-hmm. So I would, I would say right now the odds are he, he wouldn't be interviewed. But I don't close my mind to it. All right. There it is. Uh, He goes on to talk about how can the president or the president cannot be uh, subpoenaed, which kind of goes against what we were uh, the clip we played before the break. And I'll just play it again to reset here. Laura Coates Carey uh, has a bit of a different uh, feeling on that. Let's play what she had to say and then we'll go back and play Rudy and we'll take this in the context of the Russia probe. The Supreme Court in U.S. v. Nixon and Clinton v. Jones already contemplated the busy schedule of the President right. of the United States. Right. They've already discussed that, first of all, no one is above the law. They don't just mean committing crime. They also mean that you have to prioritize things that are under the actual agency and under the actual branch of government that you are heading out. So you have time to do that. So the court has already mm-hmm. contemplated this. Now, I know that was civil in the Clinton v. Jones case, and I understand that Nixon involved the actual document production, but the underlying rationale is still the same with the president of the United States can make time for justice. Uh, Mueller, uh, when talking about if Donald Trump refuses uh, to speak with him, he did say he could or sort of alluded to he could issue a subpoena for the president to appear before a grand jury. That's according to a couple of people familiar uh, with the case. This is Rudy Giuliani talking about the president cannot be subpoenaed. If they issue a subpoena, that will be That will be unprecedented in the sense that it's pretty clear that a president can't be subpoenaed to a criminal proceeding about him. Now, why is that? The president cannot be distracted by a criminal investigation. You can always prosecute him after. They can get him when he leaves the White House. Which has got to keep somebody up at night. And that's somebody in this case, Donald Trump. I mean, they do want him. They want him. There is no denying that. Uh, There's a lot of people very upset with Donald Trump and the way that he has uh, conducted his business when it comes to um, the special counsel and this whole entire investigation. So who knows what's going to happen to Donald Trump when he's out of office. But the question is, what is going to happen to him now? Well, he is currently still in office. It seems like Mueller who is a pretty significant player at all of this, and his opinion does carry a lot of water, disagrees 
with Rudy Giuliani when it comes to uh, his ability to potentially subpoena the president. 877-367-2526. Let's continue on with this Giuliani, Giuliani interview. Um, and this is what he had to say regarding written answers. At this point, I'm not sure I'd give him written answers because they're going to try to contradict them. I believe, for, I believe that Attorney General Sessions, my good friend, and Rosenstein, who I don't know, I believe they should, in the interest of justice, end this investigation. There's been too much government misconduct. And when it comes to that, in an interesting, uh, really uh, kind of... Uh, explosive commentary from Giuliani regarding James Comey. This is what he had to say. And of course, Rudy Giuliani, he's the man who hired James Comey and they have definitely fallen out of grace with one another. This is what he had to say regarding hiring James Comey. I I have an open mind about about Bob. I don't about Comey. I've closed my mind about Comey. I know Comey much better. I have the indignity of fortunately of having hired him for his first big job. And I'm embarrassed that I hired him. Wow. All right. Let's go to Brooklyn. Chris is on the phone. Chris, thanks so much for calling in, man. What do you want to say about all this regarding? Let's let's just focus on Rudy Giuliani. Do you think this is helping Trump? Do you think that this was what Donald Trump sent him out to do? Or is this just really um, mucking it up for the guy? Dude, remember the big Lebowski? Of course. Love the big Lebowski. I want Ron you know, he needs a real lawyer out there. I'm sorry, Rudy has, ever since Rudy uh, stopped being mayor of America, he's basically been a lobbyist. Right. I mean, his, 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 his legal work is the reason why he did not become attorney general or secretary of state or get any cabinet position in the, in the, in the Trump administration. Well, I because do the, think he could have become attorney general. He could have had that position had he wanted it. Evidently, he turned that one down. Now, even with the rubber stamp, uh, there's too many things in his... I'm not going to go into details about what Giuliani Partners was doing for the last 10 years, but they've had some rather dirty dealing with uh, other countries, and Iran sanctions come to mind is one of the things that would have come up as a block, even with a rubber stamp majority in the Senate. I don't think Rudy was going to fly right through there, you know, for many reasons. But I can't believe it. I think you're missing a point here, Ben. Mm-hmm. What is it? It's just like this was supposed to be the dream team, you know? I'm bringing on Rudy Giuliani. He's going to be my man. It's all, <laughs> yeah. Remember when he first but got you, named? No, I know, but I didn't really give that any credence whatsoever. I mean, I think Ron Kuby probably would have been better. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Ron Kuby wouldn't take his money, though. Yes. I don't think he would. But uh, with with Rudy, it's just like he was going to be the dream team and everything was just going to be out and done in two weeks. Let's just get it over with. Right. I'm one of the people It's like, look, if there's no there there, just let Mueller do his thing. I mean, that's the way it is. But um, right. when it comes to Giuliani and... Well, dude, I mean, I just feel like everything that Trump, the biggest issues, he gets in his own way so much... If he would have just been more chill, stayed off of Twitter, or tweeted about other things that are far more important to a lot of people, I don't believe we would be in this mess today. The whole Russia probe just got bigger and bigger and bigger, the angrier and angrier and angrier Donald Trump was about it. Yeah, but I'm looking back 24 hours, and it's just like Giuliani, the biggest cheerleader, goes on the Hannity biggest cheerleader show, and oops, 
this comes out. Well, do you think, but that's the question. Or was this just the first step in finally getting Donald Trump to admit that he knew about the payout so that he doesn't, when he does get under oath, if that does happen, he doesn't have to lie? Um, I, I don't think he's capable of not lying. Well, yes. Thing. But um, but it's just, to me, it's just hilarious. It's just like, these guys are the biggest boosters of him, and they're going to be the people that might actually take him down. Do you think that Hannity, do you, do you, to Fox and Friends to Giuliani? Well, the, the, we uh, right <laughs> the Fox and Friends meltdown. I, you know, I don't yeah. want to say it was a meltdown, but you could see Donald Trump pacing back and forth. You could see the carpet, uh, the burns in the carpet where he was pacing as he was screaming yeah. at uh, Fox and Friends. And this takes me back to Cohen and your your first caller in the last hour. That woman blew my mind. It is like obviously this lady has never heard of Roy Cohn. I mean, and it's just how she was going off about how, like, it was all passive things. Like, these people sue Donald Trump. Donald Trump has had no less than 5,000 lawsuits in his life, okay? Nonstop. His lawfare all goes back to his early years with Roy Cohn. Who was, I believe, on up. the cover of New York Magazine as the worst human being to ever live. Uh, oh, Frank Rich did a great article this yeah. month. Oh, you have to read that article. It's really, it's a great summation of the the life and times of Roy Cohn and Rudy, mm. I mean, Donald Trump. But what people don't, I mean, the Trumpies are all in on this guy. I mean, when it comes to religiosity <clears throat> and when it comes to hypocrisy and it comes to just like, the whole thing is just like they believe in a sky god and they also believe in this man at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. Without reason, without any compunction about what this man is doing, they love him because they love him, and he's not Hillary. We all know that. Well, some but, some do, but I do think there are a lot, a lot of people who pulled the lever in, um, I'm just going to say, everyone's like, I just plugged my nose, and so we'll call it the stinkiest election in U.S. history. Yeah, um, I held my nose and voted for him. Who are, now, who are now saying, no, I don't like him. But obviously, he will always have a base of support. But I want but, them to embrace the rest of us who, who know a little bit about this man's history and the way he does things is that he has spent his life litigating. He learned at the knee of Roy Cohn right. until Roy Cohn got AIDS, and then he decided to get rid of him because he didn't want to have anything to do with him at that point. But the law fair that Donald Trump has done. I'm not going to pay mm -hmm. you, but I'm going to take you to court and you, we can litigate until I finally get a settlement. This is not the idea of people coming out of the woodwork like this porn star just because they feel like making a buck. No, this is about the way the guy runs his life. And you know, those of us in New York, we were fully aware of this for decades. I'm really glad. I mean, one of these days, maybe they're going to catch up to us. But yeah. it's the way he does things. I, you know, the the man has been in a courtroom more than most bailiffs. Uh, it and, is unreal. You you are right. I mean, he is. He, he. I don't think that Donald Trump is as uncomfortable as some people might w want him to be, or think that he might be, because he is pretty comfortable regarding litigation. I've watched him doing deposition tapes, and he's very good at just. Uh, I don't recall, or et cetera. I mean, his, this is the kind if of you stuff get a, that they'd be livid over with yeah. a Democrat. If you're, uh, you know, those listening, if you get a chance, watch Donald Trump under oath. It's very fascinating because he just kind of has his hands uh, crossed against his body, holds them tight. He's a different guy uh, when he doesn't have the ability to lie. Yeah, but Ben, 
just before I go, it's been nice knowing you on the air. It's always been fun. I mean, I'm very sorry about times we've had hard times with each other, and it was about me. It wasn't about you. You're a good guy. <laughs> Thank you, Chris. I really appreciate that. I mean, it's been, it's been a great uh, honor to be here, and it's been a great privilege to talk to you. Chris in Brooklyn. And, uh, again, I will be, I'm sure, life is very long. And uh, I'm sure we'll be uh, speaking again, uh, perhaps on this very microphone. And if you do want, uh, if you've enjoyed my performances here on Fox News Talk, Abe Lincoln's Top Ad is my political show. And then I do a true crime show called Last Podcast on the Left. Uh, So please go check those out. They do very, very well. And I think you would enjoy them. Um, All right. Well, we will continue this conversation. Let's take a quick break and uh, we'll keep on talking right after. Hey, what's up, everyone? How you doing? Ben Kissel back here with you. Uh, we've been discussing for almost two hours now the uh, really explosive interview that uh, Rudy Giuliani gave yesterday to Sean Hannity. Talked a lot about uh, the payout to the lawyer, Michael Cohen, who then gave that money to Stormy Daniels and uh, a lot of conversation around that and sort of transitioned that into the conversation regarding uh, Mueller. Will he subpoena Donald Trump? Rudy says no. Other experts say it's uh, it's possible. Let's go to New Mexico. Anna is on the phone. Anna, thanks so much for calling in. Uh, what do you want to say about all this? Hi, Ben. Well, I have uh, don't have a whole lot to say about it except okay. uh, a loose lip sink ship, yeah. so to speak. You know what I mean? And it's a shame because he was such a wonderful mayor when we had what nine eleven Americans mayor. That's what I made him. Yeah. I think he's getting a little bit too old. You know, uh, Stormy's lawyer. He's been all over TV for yeah. t- yesterday and today. He he respects him, but he said he thinks he's a, a little bit past it and not ready for prime time. Yeah, and you can tell uh, Avenatti is, you know, he he looks like a guy who doesn't sleep. Uh, all he does is work out and think about this case and strategize his next move. Who's that? Is that Avenatti? Yeah, that's or, yeah, that's Stormy's or, lawyer. Stormy Daniels' lawyer well, is just like he's, he's like, he, yeah, he's in. I know. Yeah. I know, but I have something important to tell you. Okay. Um, I always enjoy every one of your shows, and when I heard you last night, because we're on delay here in New Mexico, yeah, I was heartbroken when you said you were not going to be there any longer. Yeah, I know. Is that true? It is true. Uh, on Monday, the new show with Guy Benson and Marie Harf, Benson and Harf, that's going to be debuting, so I'm sure that'll be uh, you know, very interesting and compelling. But yeah, it's been a great experience, kind of... Um, oh, well, uh, we love having you on the air. Well, thank you uh, and, so much. Oh, my God, yes. Uh, were you on Headline News? I, I always watch Headline News. Were you on there Monday? I heard you say you were on there Monday. I did America's News headquarters on Sunday or on last Saturday, and I'll still be popping up on Fox News. Um, you know, the 10 a.m. panels, America's Newsroom, and uh, Cavuto, and HLN. I've been doing quite a bit over there, so I'll be around. Yeah, I listen to HLM. What days are you going to be on HLN? I'm not exactly sure. I've been doing some stuff with Carol Costello there on her show, so uh, I'll be popping up there again. Is she on weekends or during the or during the week? She's mostly during the day. Thank you. I'll get scolded for promoting other networks. I'm promoting myself. Can't I do that? Thank you, Anne. I really appreciate the kind words. And I will be on Fox News as well. Would you like me to read the lineup for over there? Uh-huh. Thank you so much, Christine. And there's some people outside protesting you if you want to go talk to them, please. All right, everyone. This is Fox News Talk. Did I get the 30 seconds? we got to go to break, right? All right. I am Ben Kissel. We'll take a quick break and come right back. Give me a ring. It's my final hour here.
Hey, what's up, everyone? How are you? Ben Kissel here with you. Give me a ring, 877-367-2526. Just got a couple of minutes left together. We'll do this hour, and then you guys will enjoy Benson and Harv starting Monday. I want to do this. I just saw this splash across the television screen. Um, Hillary Clinton, she is... You know, again, I, I'm not going to sit here and bash all over Hillary. We we The 2016 election is over. We know a lot of the mistakes that were made. Uh, the DNC really railroaded a lot of, I think, potential uh, options for the Democratic Party, which is why Bernie Sanders, the only other person that was mildly viable, did so well. Uh, he's with a long uh, resume of, of being a progressive specifically. On economic issues, uh, democratic socialist. That's what uh, Bernie uh, defines himself as. So Hillary Clinton, she was speaking at a interview with Time Inc. Brands executive Alan Murray. And it was just this excuse for the loss really, really boggles my mind. She says her being a capitalist is why she lost uh, the, the nomination, or why she lost, rather, uh, the election. I just want to play this clip, and I'm just like, it's kind of infuriating because, you know, we there were, there were so many things that needed to be done in 2016. For example, don't have the person in charge of rural outreach be in Brooklyn. Probably not a great idea. We, we've heard ad nauseum campaign in certain states that, yeah, usually are blue, but in this kind of purple, strange election, maybe go there. Talk to the people a little bit. Um, she, This is her, and I just want to play this clip, and I want to hear your thoughts, 877-367-2526. And I want to hear, let's blow this out into who are, who is the future of the Democratic Party? 877-367-2526. I personally believe... Uh, Connor Lamb could do very well. I think um, uh, Tammy Duckworth, uh, she just brought her child to uh, to Congress. They're allowed, babies are allowed in Congress now. They're allowed on the floor. I know it's shocking. Everyone's like, well, probably the only adult in the room will be that baby. Uh, the only one that won't be able to say a bunch of ridiculous things uh, behind a podium uh, is the baby. I think Duckworth could do a lot. There are a lot of names out there, perhaps even someone who's a moderate, like a Joe Manchin type. Who knows? What do you think the future of the Democratic Party is? Who do you think it is? Because, again, as we saw in 2016, we had Bernie Sanders, who was literally a laughingstock. My friend Kat Timp was on the in the beginning, literally a laughingstock in the beginning. My friend Kat Timp was actually on the show where he tepidly said he's going to run for president. It was on the the um, Larry Wilmore show on Comedy Central. And uh, people, when he said that he would, it was like, oh, oh, all right. And he was, you know, considered to be basically a third party candidate. No one thought he was going to be relevant. So we had Lincoln Chafee. We had uh, Jim Webb, I mean, who comes out of nowhere. Uh, we had Lawrence Lessig. Uh, I mean, you know, and Martin O'Malley. Some people thought he could uh, perhaps do well. Other people believe he was simply there as a placeholder. And with the superdelegate process, immediately the superdelegates supporting Hillary Clinton, so many of my friends were just like, what is this? How is this an election? It's The fix is in immediately. These superdelegates, before the first vote is cast in Iowa, have already said they support Hillary Clinton. There were so many issues 
with the Democratic Party in 2016. It cannot be overstated how flawed their campaign process was. Say what you want about the Republicans. They had a fair, free election. Now, it got us Donald Trump. So maybe they maybe they're thinking about putting a superdelegate uh, plan in place themselves. Who knows? Uh, probably not. But nonetheless, we had so many things that were so transparent coming from the DNC. And you just wonder, like, how dumb do they do they think we are? You know, as I mentioned with uh, Lawrence Jones, um, the black conservative, we were talking about Kanye and my political podcast, Abe Lincoln's Top Hat. Hillary, her, her outreach to the African-American community was bringing hot sauce in her purse. I mean, there were so many things that was just like, how dumb do you think we are? I firmly believe uh, even Trump supporters, uh, people want to malign them as stupid. People are smart. I really and I know that's. It's a controversial statement because everyone's so negative now. But people have an understanding. And when people go to vote, uh, they have a reason behind it. And Hillary just messed up so many things. It made it so difficult other than, of course, Donald Trump, the anti-Trump sentiment and the anyone but Trump sentiment. But that can only get you so far. You know, I mean, for the longest time in 2016, it was anyone but Trump. But the only name was Trump. It was all over the place. It was permeating the culture. 20% uh, or 20 times more media coverage. Every media outlet complicit in his victory. Uh, of course, in their minds, they say, oh, we thought we were hurting him. Every time he talked, it got so he was so ridiculous. We thought we, we were hurting him. Meanwhile, every single time he spoke, whether it be about Megyn Kelly, whether whether it be uh, about Rosie O'Donnell, uh, whether it be about, uh, you know, whatever, Trump University, his numbers went up. So and, and they their ratings would go up every time he was on there. So let's play this clip of Hillary Clinton. I want to hear your thoughts. 877-367-2526. I am a left leaning person and uh, on many things. I am also a capitalist. I don't believe that the Democratic Party is going so far socialist or communist. I just don't believe that because there's not the votes there. Maybe some candidates are, but every poli every party has fringe candidates, and uh, they're able to win elections in uh, in a unique congressional districts and things like that. So let's play this clip of Hillary Clinton. You may be the only uh, presidential candidate since World War II that actually had to stand up and say, "I am a capitalist," <laughs> uh, and you did. Uh, did it hurt you? Probably. I mean, you know, it's it's hard it's hard to know. But I mean, if you're in the Iowa caucuses and 41 percent of Democrats are uh, socialists or self-described socialists, and I'm asked, "Are you a capitalist?" and I say, "Yes," but with appropriate regulation and appropriate uh, uh, accountability, uh, you know, that that probably gets lost in the oh my gosh, she's a capitalist. I, I Iowa also, by the way, they shrunk the size. Of the um, of the places where the voting booths were, and they really did disenfranchise quite a bit of people. There was the nursing scandal that happened in uh, in Las Vegas, where a lot of people who were Hillary supporters uh, they did this uh, the nurse the nursing union. Uh, there was a lot of trickery happening regarding that. In Arizona, they closed huge amounts of polling stations, specifically in districts uh, that would go for someone like a Bernie Sanders. So I'm not going to sit here and like, you know, it just that's just the truth. That's just where we were uh, in 2016, which is why somebody like Donald Trump and somebody like Bernie Sanders were both able to say the system is rigged.
And people said, yeah, the system is rigged because it was just so transparent that the system was rigged. I mean, we had Debbie Wasserman Schultz having to step down immediately, Donna Brazil going in there. And you read Donna Brazil's book, and I read some of it. It is a massive indictment on the DNC as a whole, a uh, a total bias operation going on. Of course, they had to get some money uh, from Clinton herself in order to just survive. The DNC is in a mass, uh, a mass amount of debt, and I don't believe they've gotten themselves out of it to this point. Candidates matter. And hopefully, again, the Democratic Party can find some viable options in 2020. I think Trump fatigue will be very high. And as we're seeing now with the 2018 midterms, um, it looks like the Democratic Party will do well if they run good candidates. And as we saw with Mike Pompeo's nomination, and we'll switch to North Korea here after this break. I want to talk a little bit more about that because it's it's absolutely fascinating what's going on there. Uh, but Pompeo getting uh, five Democrats and one independent, that independent being Angus King from Maine, who tends to caucus with the Democrats. So for the most part, he's a Democrat. But um, Clear McCaskill out of Missouri, Heidi Heinkamp out of North Carolina, or I mean, out of North Dakota, rather. And of course, Joe Manchin out of Missouri, they've got to walk a real tightrope because they're from Trump country. They're from Trump states. But as we saw, again, with someone like a Conor Lamb who ran against the establishment of the Democratic Party, Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer, and won and got union support, it can be done. Randy Bryce out of Wisconsin looks like he'll probably end up winning because obviously Paul Ryan is bowing out. The person he's going against is actually banned from Twitter. Um, the Republican is kind of a white nationalist there, uh, which is uh, not necessarily great, to say the least. Uh, he's not allowed on Twitter. So if you're a politician and you're not, not allowed on Twitter, that's that's not a great thing. But there are a lot of potential candidates uh, that I think could do fairly well. And we'll know a lot more after we see what happens in 2018. So what are your thoughts? Who do you think the Democratic Party should decide to go with or not decide to go with let the people decide let the people decide you know donald trump really benefited greatly from having 19 people on stage so it was slowly like turning up the temperature of a frog in uh once warm water uh until it becomes boiling and at that point, the frog is so used to the heat, it just stays there and dies. Uh, what happened with Donald Trump, you know, he's able to win uh, the first few primaries with just 15, 20 percent. And slowly but surely, as people get knocked off uh, and uh, the constituents and the voters begin to sort of marinate in the idea of a Trump nomination, it became much more normalized and it was a slower, slower process. Not to mention all of the, I mean, that it was just such a crazy, such a crazy election. I mean, we had people, uh, Trump and Rubio, uh, talking about the size of their genitalia, which, again, going back to what we were talking about at the top of the show regarding Stormy Daniels, no one would have cared. At that point, uh, the straw, that would not have been the straw that broke Donald Trump's back. That would have been a consensual sex scandal, probably would have helped the guy. We have, you know, ground zero happening where Hillary passes out. We have so many things happening. Then, of course... The James Comey stuff, where I think Rudy Giuliani and um, and Hillary probably have the exact same thoughts. All right, everyone. This is Fox News Talk. I am Ben Kissel. We'll take a quick break and come right back. Little Willie Nelson. Wow. I got to see Willie Nelson before he goes, if he ever dies. 
I don't know if he will. What's up, everyone? I am Ben Kissel. A couple more minutes left here with you. I want to thank everyone for tuning into the shows. I was fortunate enough to host. Probably done. How many host, How many shows do you think I did here? Maybe 60, 70? Something like that. Maybe even more. Maybe even more than that. So what a great year it was. Um, and who knows what happens in the future? Maybe we come back. And do something in the near future. Uh, if you want to keep on listening to me, you can check out Abe Lincoln's Top Hat. That's my political podcast. I just had Lawrence Jones on and X-Pac. That was always great. The, uh, the uh, Still, he's a wrestler. Um, uh, NWO. And Lawrence Jones, an African-American conservative. Uh, we talked a lot about Kanye West and that whole um, saga. Uh, also, last podcast on the left. If you like true crime, uh, check that out. You will love uh, that show. It does very, very well. It's one of the biggest podcasts in the world. Um, so thank you all so much uh, for all the great calls and all the great conversation we've had over the past year and change. My goodness gracious. All right. It was Melania's birthday recently, by the way. So that was uh, that was nice. Well, either way, we had a great show today. Got a lot of stuff there, a lot of content out. Rudy Giuliani, what an interview he just did with Sean Hannity there. Who, who saw that coming? He might be going a little Sam Numberg, might be going a little bit rogue, talking quite a bit, maybe making Donald Trump's life more miserable, maybe not. We never really got to the uh, Pompeo North Korea stuff, but we talked about that yesterday. Um, I'm sure you guys will all be just fine in the hands of Benson and Harf when it comes to uh, their coverage of uh, North Korea. Fascinating stuff happening there. And uh, who knows, the next time I host this show, maybe Donald Trump has a Nobel Peace Prize, which is just something you never think you're going to say. But nowadays, I'm just, I, you just never know. You never know. So I don't count anything out. Uh, the world is about as crazy uh, as it could possibly be. So thanks, everyone, for all the great calls today. Thanks for all the great conversation over the past couple of months here. All right, everyone, I'm going to say hail yourselves. Thank you so much for being so kind, and thanks to Fox News for this opportunity. I am Ben Kissel. I'll talk to you soon. I'm Roman Mars, host of 99% Invisible. I'm excited to be teaming up with Lexus GX and SiriusXM on some very special 99PI episodes. We're heading to some of the cities in the U.S. that have special meaning for me and exploring the ways that these cities marry form and function. To learn more about the Lexus GX and SiriusXM and Lexus vehicles, visit Lexus.com slash GX and SiriusXM.com slash Lexus trial. The all-new Lexus GX. Live up to it. Check out the 99% Invisible feed now and listen to these special episodes. The South Dakota Stories, Volume 5. South Dakota seemed like the perfect place to unplug. But I ended up connecting to the world around me. A world where each sunset was painted. Where I felt adventures pulse with every step. And where cold water trickling, pine swaying, and grunting bison became my favorite soundtracks. I just wish I didn't have to leave. There's so much South Dakota. So little time.